0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. As always, on the first Friday of the new month, the United States Labor Department releases the non-farm payrolls data. That's the number of jobs created outside of the agricultural sector of the United States of America. Today, was, of course, was the day. And the U- United States, during the month of September, created 661,000 new jobs, which is good news, slightly shy of the seven 7- sixty-seven seventy 770 that people were expecting, but nonetheless, lots more new jobs, and the unemployment rate came down to 7.9%, just a a fraction lower. With me is independent analyst and economic advisor, and that's Liston Mainty, speaking to us from New Zealand. Liston, we've only got seven or eight minutes on this one, so the detail we can talk about next week maybe, but what was your overall impression?
1: Well, again, I think uh, (laughs) most people didn't even notice this, which is quite a change. It's a highly weighted, uh, anticipated number, But I think other things are taking their mind, notably the uh, uh, president getting uh, coronavirus.
0: Yes. So
1: uh, unlike usual, where there's a sort of hyperventilation on these numbers, and we've been through this before. Uh, So again, whether it's 7.9 or whether it's some other number that people uh, were anticipating, uh, it, it would normally have an effect. Uh, message i 've got just you know the the usual as I look down the table that uh, that I look at, which contains both seasonally adjusted, which is what they report on and non seasonally adjusted and if you have a look you'll you'll see that the unemployment rate actually this is for the not seasonally adjusted went down from eight and a half to seven point seven, which is even better than was reported in the seasonally adjusted numbers. Yes. But, you know, the message still and always has been, it's, you know, the, the weekly numbers can depend on whether there was a, a, a fairly large layoff. It depends on how fast people were reemployed, how many people were actually only temporarily employed. Huge, you know, batches of numbers like that. So what what I prefer to look at is is, is the actual set of numbers so when we look and we say that the number uh, employed um, has been 147.8 million, up from 147.2 million, so there's roughly 600,000 uh, uh, extra people working. And that sounds good, but again, if you take it back to a year ago, it was 158 million. So there's just uh, a, a bit more than 10 million Unemployed now who were employed a year ago, and it may be in a very large economy, you know, with, with 300 odd million people, getting on for 400 million. So 10 is not the biggest number, but it is still 10 million people. And of course, as we we know, you know, there have been a lot of people who would have been unemployed but have been uh, remained on payrolls uh, with government assistance one way or another. So, again, there's not much else to say, I don't think, about this, Lindsay, in that, you know, we we still have a situation uh, where they break it down to uh, men 16 years and over and then 20 years and over, The 16 years and over, um, and uh, uh, the uh, unemployment rate for both, very, very little change, actually, uh, between the two. So, if I just say that women are still uh, 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 more employed than men which is an interesting uh, g- concept on its own yes and white but people are
0: more sure. more employed than african americans that's gone up to 12% i think I mean, well it's not gone up it's actually come down but it's 12% versus the overall rate of 7.9% yeah
1: and again you know the jobless rate for teenagers is 15.9% you know so they they always specify those those details as if that's going to make some uh, investment decision f- uh, for you. Uh, but again, it says here that amongst the unemployed, the number of persons on temporary layoff decreased by 1.5 million in September from 4.6 million. Now, 1.5 down from 4.6 is a third. I mean, that's a pretty big percentage change. Um, this measure is considerably down from the high of 18 million in April. But is still 3.8 million higher than in February, so again, I think this is where we and we suggested it more, well, got it quite a way back, Lindsay. We're getting down to a sort of this is the new normal set of statements. Mm. Of course, it's not normal, and we're hoping that it will get a lot better in the in, in the months to come. But again, the idea that it would get back to pre-COVID levels in a hurry that was never had a chance. Um, the number of unemployed persons who were jobless less than five weeks. So this is people who've been un- become unemployed in the recent past, and it's the kind of ones that we're seeing, you know, in, in, in airlines particularly, where they're, they're saying, "Well, we've been holding on to see whether we would get a repeat prescription from Doctor D- uh, Jerome Powell that we will get uh, more assistance, or from Steve Mnuchin that we will get uh, airline assistance," and it hasn't been forthcoming. Now, there was a, a, a bill passed in uh, in the House uh, yesterday um, providing for further, further relief. The real question is exactly where that will go, how soon it will come. And then again, coming back to the hospitality industry, you know, it, it simply will not get back to where levels that it was at uh, for quite some time.
0: No, so the, I think the next couple of figures, the next couple of months figures will determine whether um, this is just a little pause after the spectacular gains that was lauded by Mr. Trump. I think 10 million jobs created in a short amount of time, but we knew that was going to happen. It's just a question of whether mm. this is a fla- a flattening or and then it will continue to get better or if it'll just get worse, as many people are predicting, or rather not get any better. Right. Just for the last two minutes, if you would, listen, your view on the extraordinary... Situation just before the US election of the president contracting the coronavirus? Because there was so many questions it throws up.
1: Well, remember Boris Johnson got it in the UK and I think it changed his mind a fair bit about what coronavirus was, um, how dangerous it could be uh, and, and uh, how debilitating it could be. So I think the real question here is, you know, do we see the next debate in two weeks' time or do we suddenly say, gosh, no, that will be conducted with masks on, thank you. <laughs> and I think with masks and a, and a mute button, we might have one of the dullest, most boring presidential debates that we've ever seen. The question is,
0: to watch- sorry to you. The, the question is if his condition worsens and he can't if He can't compete in the in the election uh, for for some reason, or he's withdrawn uh, his his candidacy for president is withdrawn. Then we've got some fun and games.
1: Okay, absolutely, uh, and and again, you know, <laughs> this may give us some idea of people saying, "Well, what would happen if next year it's President Biden uh, and the market this afternoon, or that's uh, your afternoon, and there's America Open." It is it's saying, well, it's worth a couple of hundred points on the on the on the Dow and only ten or so points on the on the S and P. Mm. So not not big. That people are, are looking at this, but it is again you know, just in, in in looking into the future like this. He could well recover quite quickly because he has yes. expert and, and fantastic resources at his disposal, uh, and all totally motivated in one direction. So. I guess it's the newscasts over the next week that will be interesting, Uh, but it definitely does, and we've not seen anything like that in presidential elections before, where one candidate, whether it's the sitting president or the the would-be president, is uh, debilitated to the point that he is not able to move and have all the Trump rallies that that he might have wanted to have. Hmm. And I say even after coronavirus, I'm convinced he will not be in a condition to have all those wonderful rallies, and he will be well aware of the dangers of the rally. So I suspect that this is going to be also uh, uh, very, very notable in terms of the, of, the, of the run-up to the election.
0: I think so too, Liston. Thanks very much. We'll have to leave it there, but thanks for your analysis on both the Trump matter and also the jobs data. That's Liston Maincheese, independent economic and market analyst, speaking to us from New Zealand.